What was that? <laughs> I feel like you're actually like saying something, but you're talking like Kenny. <laughs> Who's Kenny? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Problems. Uh, we're going to talk about South Park. Well, I mean, maybe not South Park proper. Not, maybe not the town. The, yeah, the show. I mean, not the town, but, but also kind of the, uh, the the whole universe, the Trey Parker and Matt Stone universe. And they just created. Uh, they started out with two nerds playing with construction paper, and then built an empire. And, and some of those, like, have you seen like the original? I'm, I'm sure you have, because you're a South Park fan, just like I am. But the animation that they did, the, those first couple episodes, pretty terrible. Oh yeah, and, especially and, compared and to what they have now. Uh, and it it's actually the the interesting part about the whole thing is it's actually the construction paper. So like a lot of people who watch South Park, they like the animation style, but they don't realize the origins. I mean, in the first episodes, you can see the shadows underneath the construction paper, and like things kind of not fluttering, but occasionally you'd see things shift or move in a way yeah. that wasn't right, and that was, uh, you know. That's where I think digital art is is really neat. They can pump out episodes now way easier, faster, and of higher quality than they were with that. But they didn't lose the style. Yeah, they've still kind of like maintained the look of the of the show. Oh, absolutely. Throughout, yeah, and, and it's all digital now. My favorite thing I think recently about South Park is uh, when the first PlayStation game came out, or the first like console uh, game. It was like playing an episode of the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was incredible to see how, like, bad it was, but good it was, because it was played exactly like the show would, with all the little fidgety movements, and I mean, it was just so cool. I loved it. Now, did you follow it from the very beginning? South Park? No. I I don't think South Park was accepted by the parental-type units in across the United States uh, ever. I, I don't think parents still like South Park. Yep. I I watched the... I heard about it in school. I remember going to, like, Spencer Gifts around Halloween time, and there was, like, terrible, terrible costumes that they had, like, Kenny and Cartman, but they were, like, not... They didn't look very good. And then I rented, without my mom knowing that it wasn't a normal cartoon, the South Park movie. And I recall watching it on my own... And I watched it like four times because you like rent a movie yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you could, you know, return it within like three days or whatever. And I watched it like probably five, six times because I, I would just like sneak in because I knew I'd never be able to see it again uh-huh. without her knowing. And that's when I fell in love. And that uh, was also good because I had that musical theater background. So Oh, yeah, that was a great, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, great music. They did such a great job of like making that. They kind of set it up like a Disney movie where oh, like they I mean, had yeah, songs was, for all the major characters and stuff. And yeah. Um, uh, you know, strangely enough, I re- I remember watching it from the very first season. Really? And, like, my parents weren't, like, the type of parents that would have been like, oh, yeah, this is a great show. But, like, for whatever reason, they, like, didn't necessarily – maybe it was because I was a little – I was getting a little bit older, and, and they were like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's maybe a little harmless. And they weren't as – hardcore heavy-handed on some of the more adult topics as they've gotten that's a lie that is okay uh, well maybe i don't remember the first seasons uh, as like but don't (laughs) and here's the thing from a distance like bet mittler style uh from a distance south park looked like a ren and stimpy type show 
it was a lot of fart jokes unless the parents listened to what was actually happening. My earliest memory of it being like, what was when they were talking about, um, I think it was Kyle's mom or Kyle's aunt or grandma or something passed away. And the guys were talking about her being missing or possibly dead. And they said, well, you know, if she is dead, there's probably the assailant having sex with her. And it would sound like, fisting of a mayonnaise jar and i'm like what is happening it was like the most vulgar vile thing and then they started making the noise like (laughs) and i'm like what so from a distance you'd see a couple little kids farting yeah but then if a parent listened to the you know necrophilia sex thing that they were talking about they would have been mortified but i don't think they listen that closely to the show well and maybe it's because of the age like i didn't really pick up on that stuff either Oh, okay. Maybe maybe you were that. Sheltered. Yeah. Well, you're older a little than bit. me, aren't you? Yeah, I'm like a year. Oh, okay. Well, I, mean, but I, I think it started when I was like a seventh or eighth grader. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. I I didn't. Uh, well, but also, as you mentioned, I you start watching from the beginning. I watched a couple years later. I do so feel you like might though, not have gotten the jokes, but I did because I started later. I do feel though that like they've gotten a little bit more overt. Well, they've gotten a little bit more unapologetic yeah i think that they've gotten uh, i think there was a i don't know where the line was but there was a shift in south park where it was fart jokes to becoming satire pop culture and i don't know where exactly that line happened they had a couple things in there that were pop culture-ish but they really started making political statements and taking stances on you know uh, things that were really mainstream and controversial at the time my my first aha they've always done a great job of being topical oh well yeah i think more so in like let's say season five after yeah yeah like the first four seasons are like hey let's make fart jokes yeah and then they kind of said well we have a platform now and we also have a contract with south parks or with uh, comedy central i remember the one episode that i it hit me of how ingenious it was was the the PlayStation Portable had just come out. The movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves okay. had just been released. Yeah. And Terry Schiavo, that case of yeah, yeah, feeding yeah. tube, was was happening. It was in the media. And the episode that released that week had all three of them in a concise plot point. And I'm like, how? How did they come up with this in one week, polish it up enough to get it out the door? And I mean, there's been moments where... Uh, I the the seven days to air uh, yeah, documentary yeah, they yeah. did uh, they mentioned uh, you know we had this idea at the beginning of the week about yeah and and then they're gonna take off their masks and they'll be crab people and they're like well that's a terrible idea <laughs> and then they ran out of time and they said okay crab people let's go with it <laughs> crab and, and so, people yeah. and so there's times I think that you know they may be under the gun or maybe I not had the best season or the best episode. But for the most part, they have more wins than losses, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are definitely those episodes you're like, okay, well, yeah. uh, that, that, was, that was a waste of your time. What, what, you know, what, that just wasn't a very good episode. And then they kind of age a little bit better, and, and some of them don't age as well as you know, they were on the initial viewing. But um, there's only like one or two of those maybe a season. Yeah. I, I think the most controversial season, not by topic, but by whether it was good or not, um, was the last season that was a little bit more not not this I don't know what the season number was but not this past one uh, that this last they, one was twenty one 
Yeah, okay. So number yeah. 20, then, it would have been. They were very, like, the episodes fed into each other. There was, yeah, a, yeah, there was continuity. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was continuity in this overarching story arc. And um, I think people didn't like that. See, I love that one. I, I I thought it was good. I It's the one where Randy is Lord, right? Actually, yeah. Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> uh, Lord, Lord. I, I kind of liked it as, as well. I think that maybe the pendulum swung one way to the other. They they were they were as close to Family Guy without being Family Guy. Yeah. As far as like the randomness, Family Guy has the market on that. But for every other show, they were pretty close to being you know one off shows. And then they swung to this very extreme story driven uh-huh. kind of thing. And I I think that twenty one they really have a nice balance they found a balance yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they have the return characters uh you know cartman's girlfriend and uh, well, kind and of see, that recurring story and but the re- not story the, the really fascinating thing about i think season 21 is they they're almost like mm-hmm. you know where they had like you had the standalone episodes where they talk about like a really serious yeah. topic yep. season 21 the like the overarching storyline is cartman and his girlfriend and it's almost like a domestic violence storyline yeah 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 yeah, they, and, and like how people change in those sure. relationships and stuff, and yep. you really look at, look at it. It's pretty like fascinating what they were able to do with these characters that are like ridiculous, over the top characters. Well, and, think, and, and that's the thing that uh, that's the show Stone and Parker have done is that they've they've taken these characters that I mean the show started out as like four little boys that uh, and I mean you see this in a lot of great animated series. I mean Simpsons is another great example of this Family Guy. But I think South Park, in terms of like the depth of, that they've been able to build their world, there's there's very few that that rival it. I mean, Simpsons is probably the the closest rival to it in terms of the depth of the character development and stuff within the world. Uh, because now, I I would watch a show that was just Randy Marsh. Oh yeah. Oh god. Randy is one of my favorite <laughs> characters. He is just. And at the beginning, again, he was throwaway. Yeah, he was a he was a side guy. I mean, it was the it was four boys that. and Chef. Yeah, really, those were like the main characters. Mister Garrison, maybe. Yeah, but Randy has like developed into this character where like I start laughing like the, almost the second he comes on the, se- <laughs> the screen because I know something good is yeah, going to happen. What is he going to do? What is he going to? Well, and they've they, they've used him in that way. Um, Butters is another one. I, I love just, Butters. Like, yes, she's got his own little way of doing things. Cartman and that Butters always... episode. Uh, the the, the butter's very own episode where they, oh, they came back from commercial and it's like that's me that's me i think i mean cartman will always be my favorite character because i kind of i don't aspire to be cartman i don't think i am cartman i'm not that bad we all wish we could be cartman yeah, though, i know I he just gets away with stuff and i'm like wow uh Car- cartman's really good um i really uh, for for me, like you, you talked about the the way that they take something inconsequential or silly and make it into kind of a statement. They make it into something profound. I, I, for me, I think that that's the most important part of them. And the second part that complements that is the fact that they are equal opportunity offenders. Oh, absolutely. They, they literally make fun of everything. And I think that even though they're doing things in what I think a lot of people would call a disrespectful way because of the profanity or the you know gruesomeness of things, I really think they are doing it with respect. Perfect example, when Isaac Hayes quit, 
you know, he, he had no problem with any of the episodes they did, but when they started making fun of his religion, yeah. after making fun of multiple religions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christianity, Mormonism. No, I mean, they, they've hit every single one of them. They even, even had the one where they were going to draw the Prophet Muhammad, and then yeah. they just put the censored bar over yeah. him the entire episode. But they handled his leaving the show, I thought, respectfully. Yeah. I mean, they said, and even the the message that they've kind of gotten away from in more recent years, where it was like, oh, Stan and Kyle have a message at the end. It was like, we're sorry that this group did this to our friend, brainwash him to a way that he's not able to, you know, laugh and joke and 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 feel as though he can't be offended by this, you know, and, and feel that we're just making satire. And, and so I think they did a, a good, they could have been mean to him. You know what I mean? They could have been rude. They could have, uh, you know, really had a revenge episode. But yes. they didn't do that. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of the, the the sentiment that I like about them is that they're, there's there's no limits, but there's also a certain amount of respect within the confines of a rated R TVMA situation. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you have to go into it. If you go in and think, well, oh, they said a dirty word. Well, yeah, that's not the show for you if you don't, you're not able to handle that. No, absolutely right, and, and and I think you you almost have to like get through your if it's the first time you've ever watched South Park, which I, I think is kind of hard to believe. If, if, I mean, it's been on for twenty one seasons, and and yeah. if you haven't seen an episode, it's kind of it's kind of shocking to me that you haven't. But um, if you can get through that and, and like get to the like the nitty gritty of each episode, usually it has it does have something like good to say, and no, I think that's why it's true. got the staying power that it's had. I think if people pick it up with a recent episode, if they if they take any episode from the last five seasons or even an episode from the last month, I think that that'll be a good uh, test of whether or not they like it because it's going to cover a current topic or something within the last couple of years, almost for sure. There are some episodes that are a little random, but other than that, they'll, they'll probably cover something that you can relate to and see how they satire things. My biggest plate complaint about south park lack of content like i I wish the seasons were 20 episodes oh yeah yeah like i wish they had a second and third movie like i just want more all the time every time it ends i'm like oh like i don't wait another year yeah yeah i got cheated yeah i (laughs) and so in terms of like the the uh, do you have any like favorite episodes oh favorite episodes (laughs) I think I think my one of my favorite episodes, and it's hard because I had favorite episodes, and then you add a, another 10, 15 seasons to that, yeah. and it's like, how do you choose? Yeah. But I remember back in the day when people would ask me, oh, South Park, I've heard of that. We should watch an episode. I'm like, proper condom use. Proper condom <laughs> use is a great episode. It, I mean, it covers the whole sex education between, you know, kids in schools and kind of how the parents maybe should have a role in that and the schools maybe not as much yeah but why it's important that somebody does and it's just it's just really funny and then they also take on sexuality not only from that youth perspective but then also with mr Mackey and his love interest in that episode whose name i should not repeat but uh (laughs) mr Mackey, he's just a he's a different kind of cat and and i think that they have with their character set because they have so many 
they can cover almost every personality. Oh, they really can. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, in terms of uh, I I you know, having been a a big World of Warcraft player. Oh, yeah. I mean the the, the the make love not Warcraft episode is a fantastic episode. I, I think it's one of the the best like homages to a like a a lifestyle as well as totally ripping it apart at the same time. Like it it plays to it like shows like the strengths of World World of Warcraft, but also just totally tears it down as well. I've never played World of Warcraft, and I love that episode, and and that's the. That's the other really cool part about South Park is it's it's relatively universal with the way that they present things. Like they made that digestible for somebody that had no idea what World of Warcraft was. I mean, mm-hmm. I know yeah, in yeah, general, yeah, yeah. but I don't get the I don't get the process. I don't know. I don't understand the little terms and all the you know different types of weaponry and guilds and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I was able to follow it and laugh when Cartman yelled for his mom to bring a bowl down for the bathroom, you know, or, you know, get excited when Randy gets the sword on a USB drive, you know, or something like, so it's, it's, it's funny, even for the person who doesn't understand the topic. And I believe it's educational. I think that a lot of times I've, I've watched a couple of South Park episodes where I'm like, what are they making fun of? And I had no idea. And I looked it up and then educated myself about a, a very controversial topic that had been going on that I missed. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and so yeah, I'm yeah, able to actually yeah. be educated by some Yeah. Art. Yeah. Um, I, now, and then there, there are those episodes that I feel like define the characters. Um, another one that is one of my favorites that <laughs> puts Cartman on like a different level is Scott oh, Tenorman. Yes. Scott Tenorman. <laughs> Where he eats the chili. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's the, the interesting thing I was watching. South Park, and this was maybe, I don't know, five years ago or so, Sarah and I decided to watch them all. She had never seen all of them. We started the episodes, watched it through and through, saw the Scott Tenement episode, and then I was like, oh, I can't wait till she gets the to Scott Tenement returning, the revenge episode that he yeah. has. Never got to it. Yeah. Because they, they don't air it, because that was the Muhammad episode. Yeah. And even yeah. though they didn't show him, they've removed it. However, comma, there was an old episode with the Hall of the Justice Friends or whatever they called that version yeah. where they did show him. Yeah. And they didn't yeah, cut that, that episode. And that was early on. Yeah. That, that was like the uh, first couple Very seasons. Yeah, but and, I, I have not – I've only seen those two episodes with the Scott Tenenbaum returning and having – I think he has like a ginger army or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I believe so. And yeah. I've only seen it once because they – like I can't find it anywhere. That's a little sad. Yeah, no, it is, but that's it's one of those things where um, there, and there's such a like a huge number of episodes that there are those episodes where you're like, hey, that was really good. Why why haven't I ever seen it ever again? And it's because they there's so many of them that they and Comedy Central does a great job of like replaying them and stuff, but you actually have to like go out and like search out the seasons and and find those episodes. And I think maybe some people are just too lazy to do that. You're lazy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Cartman's lazy. Yes. <laughs> I I just I still can't get past the fact that Cartman is just he's so deliciously evil. Well, and and like <laughs> but innocent. And he's had so many great schemes like the the Christian <laughs> the Christian rock guy. Um oh. Faith No More was that yep. was, was that the name of the band or yep. um and he basically just <laughs> took love songs and, and 
and put in like God and Lord and Jesus, and it was like he was. And, 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 and again, <laughs> I think for a lot of people, they would think that was kind of offensive. But I, I mean, w- when you look at it, if you if, if you can take light and and be a little bit understanding and accepting, I'll give you an example. And this this also might be a, a controversial one, so let the hate mail flow. But um, the two Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they did the Book of Mordor, that Broadway show, and I think that that show, and wow, I, I I'm I'm cautious to say it. I think that show has done a lot for the Mormon church. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of people who are not religious or who do not gravitate towards a particular religion or who flat out are, are ashamed of a particular faith. For instance, you know, the Mormon faith. And I mean, they've gotten so much recognition or even if the show is not a hundred percent accurate, which I think Trey Parker and Matt Stone do their research, but they also interpret things differently. Even if something's wrong in the show, people are learning about it. Like yeah, the episodes, yeah. I say, I see an episode and I don't know about the topic. I look into it. I'll Google something I heard in the Book of Mormon and say, I'm going to look into that more. Also, I went to see it and they had missionaries on the corners talking to people before and after they went into the show. And said, hey, I, I just want to know if you had any questions about the show or when you're done co- going into the show, let me know if you want to talk about it. I'd be happy to explain more. And I thought that was great. Yeah, no, kind I, of, yeah. I take mean, it, yeah. Uh, what, what kind of a high road did they take? Absolutely. They also are typically, in many instances, a contributor to the advertising of the show. They wow. will place okay. yeah, ads yeah. in the uh, brochures that say you just saw the Book of Mormon, but the book is always better. You should read the book. And what a clever yeah, ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a clever ad. Yeah, it's it's ad one of those. It's like the, it's like one of the greatest examples of if you can't beat them, join them. Absolutely. Like just take and, advantage and, of the. And you know that they're not condoning the things that they say in the show, but I think more people have become aware of the stories and the beliefs of the Mormon faith than ever before. Because two guys are apparently making fun of it, which if you watch a show, they're using um, the Mormon church as an example of religion in general and saying how, you know, here's how we we treat each other with religion. Here's uh-huh. how intolerant we are sometimes. Yeah. Here's how it can affect the world. And they're using one faith just because, have you ever written a movie? It's really hard to cover every facet. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. A, a pick a well, lane. Well, I think it's they. I mean, they were familiar with that because they grew up in Cal- yeah. Colorado. They were exposed yeah. to it, so I mean, they yeah, probably yeah. knew a lot of Mormons growing up yeah. and stuff. So it made yeah. sense for them to write. You write about what you know, and, and yeah. And I, I think again, that's one of those things that I, I think shows how they can take something that's controversial, they can be possibly offensive, but really drive home a message that educates people and makes people think if people leave the book of Mormon and they have a conversation about faith, is, isn't that what people of faith want to have? Happen? Yeah. I, you I, know, like, I, isn't that the, yeah, point I think of- you're right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and then like people, people take their own unique roads to faith. And I guess if, yeah, if you yeah. get, get to it through something like the book of Mormon or, well, or South park, but, I, I mean, I didn't necessarily I, mean that no, it's a, no, 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 but, 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 but you did get it, but no, but you know, you do, uh, <laughs> I mean, we got kind of deep there, but 
like I, I I I think there's a lot of a lot of truth to what you're saying. I mean, you're saying that there's been times where you've watched an episode and you've learned something because you went and researched about it. And I, I really, I, I think when you really break break down why people, you know, do these shows and 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 uh, you know create is to to get somebody to think. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they they've done a good job of making people think that probably otherwise wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least about those topics. Oh, and and I think applicable to all the other topics, but I'm just going to use the the Book of Mormon as one example. John Stewart said one of my favorite quotes of all time, and he probably ripped it from somebody I don't know. But he said, you know, if you don't stick to your values when they're being tested, they're not values, they're hobbies. And I think the people that get offended by South Park if if that makes you change your mind, which I think is what people are worried about, people are going to watch a sh- Book of Mormon show and they're going to hate Mormons. I think that the people, a lot of people who go to that show didn't have much, you know, respect for that faith anyway or didn't yeah. know much about it anyway. Yep. I don't think that they're going to go thinking anything less of it. And I really don't think someone going to see the show who is that faith is going to change their faith because of the show. Yeah. And if they do... You didn't do a very good job of, of Absolutely, instilling yeah. those yep. values yep. into them. Um, now we got kind of we got deep. we got deep here. Uh, I, I kind of want to pull us back out of this deep hole that we've dug. Your deep hole. <laughs> that is a South Park episode in the making. Okay. Your deep hole, and and uh, uh, I, I want to pull us out here um, and get back to a little bit more of the ridiculousness because I, I there there is a there are a couple questions I want to cover here. Favorite over the top, like ridiculous side character. Mm, ridiculous. Side- well, I, I, mean, I that's, a, that's a hard question because it's not very specific. I mean, like maybe one, maybe they've showed up in one or two episodes. I the the character that I cannot get enough of, and whenever he's on the screen, I'm like, yes, we have a Towley episode. Oh, I hate I, Towley. <laughs> I love I, Towley. Heck, I hate Towley. He's, um, <laughs> Towley is not. Good. I um, I love Dolly. No. I also love the visitors. Whenever they show up. Yeah, I, I guess that's I guess that's good. I uh I think when you say r- ridiculous char- characters, you know what I mean? I, I think that it, it, it's a little too broad. I think Man Bear Pig is hilarious, like I think because it's a ridiculous kind of thing. Yeah. So like Al Gore and that Man Bear Pig thing I think is really funny. But it's not like a top 10 characters you know i think that there's ridiculous characters like um lemmy winks yeah lemmy winks yeah exactly but it's not like a i don't i don't know lemmy winks was a good episode or the 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 woodland critter creatures oh uh, fantastic episode yeah that's a great episode but those characters individually are not that great i think a character that they've actually again is is more molded Towelie, I think, is very one-dimensional. I, I, I do drugs. I and love I'm a towel. I, and I don't even know where I that came from. I love his one dimension. I love I, it. I, I just don't I think forget it's, to bring a towel. It's so silly. Like, and and it for for me, Towelie is a crab people. It's one of those moments where they're like, um, we want to do an episode about drugs. Uh, okay, how about a, somebody smoke? What about a towel? How about a character that South Park South Park has made its own? Well. Okay, so here here's okay. here's an example of one I think is really it's a lot more in depth than any character should be. Mitch Connor. 
<laughs> Cartman's hand. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, that is a character that has depth. It, I mean, there's alter identities. There's a backstory. There's the that kind of will they, won't they yes. between is it Cartman's hand or is it actually Mitch Connor? Is yeah. it actually a possessed? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's actually really in depth. And I, I think... Um, when he dies know, and he just like yeah. flutters his hand. <laughs> uh, I think uh, with the new South Park game that came Taco out... Taco flavored kisses. That's true. Taco yep. flavored kisses. Uh, Mitch Connor played a bigger uh, role in the new South Park game. Really? Okay. All right. Bowl. And I think they kind of overused him a little bit. Like, I actually was like, eh, okay, it's Mitch Yeah, okay, yeah, you've driven this joke into the ground. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was excited when I first saw him, and then they kind of went overboard. But but I think that's also the, the smattering that they do with the show is a lot of times they space it out enough where you're not sick of a character. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, when Mitch Connor comes on the screen, you're like, yeah, for you, unlike everybody else. When Tally comes on the screen, you're like, yeah, because they don't have it every episode. Yeah, Cartman, well, Butters. I mean, th- those are the characters that you you want every episode. You know, though, recently, like the last couple seasons, I have to say, they haven't really focused on the the kids a lot. Oh yeah, the last I'm couple okay seasons, like it's been a lot of Randy, it's been a lot of Mister Garrison as Trump, and, and and things like that. And you had a lot of Cartman this last season, but like you don't have like the like the Stan, Kyle, Kenny butters like story arcs anymore that and and butters has really become like the fifth kid i think oh yeah i uh, see for me uh stan could go away I, he, yeah. he's, he's the straight character yeah um i think kyle is useless without the cartman rivalry yeah yeah That's i agree the fun part so for me cartman is the vortex he, he's the the center of the universe he's the sun and the planets rotate around uh-huh. him. Is that how it works? I yes, don't know how gravity. Yes, and, yes, yes. You know, yeah. He's the sun, which is the biggest one, so it makes sense. Yes. Uh, and then Butters is kind of like Earth. He's kind of the the familiar, fun, and then the other ones are kind of subsidiary for for me. At least the kids go, you know. So I I just I think that I do love Butters though. Yeah, Butters I, is great. Well, he's the Earth. <laughs> yes. I mean, you yeah. you he's, have to have the Earth and the he's sun. He's the planet we all live on. <laughs> he is the planet we all live on. And, I, and Cartman is who we revolve around. I think that... And Randy Marsh is our moon. He is our moon. He is our sun and our moon. He's our stars and our moon. Yeah. He, he's just our moon. My favorite part of Butters is when he uses the urinal. Yes. <laughs> Pulls his pants <laughs> down around down. his ankles. Yeah. Lifts up his... That's how I go you're to the bathroom. T- I was now. just going to say, you, you're telling me you don't, do, you don't go that way? <laughs> that's how I go to the bathroom. John, I, I've had a great time talking to you. But I got just one thing to say to you. Screw you, John. Going home. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to Pop Culture Problems. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 